Welcome, this is Jen, and I am the Hourglass Architect. I design tools that help women start and become business owners, all while increasing productivity and efficiency. I aim to help women solopreneurs, just like myself, maximize their time each day and achieve greater financial success. Good morning and hello to all my fellow women solopreneurs out there. This morning, I'm going to start with the basics. Many times we decide to start our business, we dive right in and go right for it without holding back. This is great, and there's something to be said with capturing your momentum and moving forward. However, to truly get a successful business off and running, we need to focus on some very basic principles to stay motivated, even when things get tough. And when you're running your own business, things do get tough. Do you want to elevate your business to the next level? Most of us do. So there are five basic principles to set yourself up for success. The topics that I do want to go over are how words are powerful. And then surrounding yourself with five inspirational people. The third topic is do one thing every day. Dress for success and then also healthy habits. All five of these are very important to have any successful business, whether that's online or in person, whatever it is that you want to do. I was a kid in the 1980s, and I realized way back then just how powerful words are. Growing up, I was bullied practically every day. I wore glasses, and we had very little money, so I had worn out clothes and The legs were too short. The arms were too short. The jeans were patched up. My mom had those iron-on patches that you can put on the knees uh, of your clothes so that the rips were covered up. Uh, Basically, we had little money. And uh, my hobbies, they focused on arts and science. And I loved to color and do all of these things that were basically by myself. So I was the true introvert kid, and it all came together as the the perfect kid to bully, I think. Um, In the 80s, it was also the time where I I was the typical latchkey kid. I had a single mom and for several years until she married my stepdad, who was really just the nicest guy you'd ever meet. She would go to work, and she was at work all day. I'd go to school. I'd ride the bus home for 45 minutes to an hour, and I'd get home, and I'd eat whatever I could find. I'd read, I'd color, I'd go outside, I'd watch TV. I did a million things to get my mind off of school and the bullying. And so by the time my mom would get home from work, she was exhausted, I was exhausted. The tears would start flowing because of all the emotions just being on high alert, you know, from all day. I'd sit there and explain all the hurtful words from the day, and she would tell me, sticks and stones can break your bones, but words can never hurt you. Well, I'd have to say that that statement is a lie. That one sentence has stuck with me my whole life, because words can hurt, and they do hurt. But you know what else? They can also be empowering. Words can bring about what you focus on. So today, I want to talk about how 
powerful words really are. There were two studies published in 1998 that were about children and self-talk and how it impacts anxiety. And the results of the first study said that basically negative self-talk plays a role in anxiety in children and that those children can have anxiety their whole life. I wasn't one of those children studied, but I could have easily been one of those kids because I did have a high anxiety due to negative self-talk that stemmed from divorced parents and being bullied. It wasn't until I was grown and married and had a career on my own that I realized how positive, powerful words can be absolutely empowering. In 1998, actually that same year that those studies came out, I was working at a very prominent financial firm. I was asked to give a speech at work. And when I first said that I would do it, I was thinking it would be a small subset of the people that I worked with. and But that wasn't the case. The room was filled with over 500 people when I did that speech. When I found out how many people were going to be there, I was physically sick for days before that speech. I honestly don't remember what the topic was, but to this day, I can still feel the anxiety running through my body. I actually feel now, and thinking about it, and at the time, I felt blood pumping through my heart and just racing, my hands shaking and my skin tingling. It was an actual physical response to the anxiety I had for giving that speech. So what I absolutely had to focus on was positive talk to myself, or there was just no way I was going to get through that speech. I wasn't even going to be able to make it on stage to give that speech. And this was in the late 1990s, so there was no Googling, how do you get through a speech, or self-help, or anything that I could do to Uh, learn how to do this speech just in a few days. So it was solely up to me. I hadn't read any books on overcoming fears or even talked to anyone about my anxiety at the time. So for days leading up to that speech, I would doodle on sticky notes at work that I am confident. I know this inside out. Whatever it was, I would take the time all throughout the day and just tell myself, I can do it. I can do it. I know this stuff. And when I walked on stage, I recited those few things over and over in my head. Like, I can do this. I am confident. I know what I'm talking about. And somehow I made it through and there was actually applause at the end. I was so nervous that whole time. And I'm not even really sure what I said, but I survived it. I didn't end up on the floor from fainting. I made it through, and and people actually heard what I said, and it was okay. I survived. The words that you choose when speaking to yourself and to others have a direct impact on what you bring into your life. If you speak negative, you're going to attract negativity. If you speak positive, you're going to bring about positive change. It's just kind of the nature of the universe, if you'd say. So one other example that I have is that when our kids were little, and we have three of them, they're all within about three years of each other. So 
very close in age, and we'd be at the pool with them in the summer, and we'd tell them, walk, instead of don't run. And rarely did we have to remind them to walk around the pool. Um, They were very good at doing that. Uh, There would be parents that would say, don't run, and their kids would walk fast for a moment and then immediately return to running once again. And what I really found with that was that those kids who would run all the time, they were focused on that one word, run, instead of the word walk. They just would ignore the the don't part and focused on run. And so it's almost like your mind hears something subconsciously and it takes that action It's not thinking about those filler words. With that example of our kids, when we say walk, it's what we're asking them to do, and that's what they're focusing on. So again, you bring to yourself what you focus on. So focus on those positive, empowering words. And there's a great book, and it's called Words Can Change Your Brain by Andrew Newberg and Mark Waldman. And that was published in 2012. And I can provide a link for that as well. But it is an amazing book that it, there's one whole chapter that just focuses on the words as well as communicating with compassion and building trust and the power of those words. And they use research from thousands of neuroscientists and psychologists to back what they write. And they have tips on helping you embrace kind of the positive communication style, including compassionate communication. That's kind of what their whole book is about. And it's helpful in a of course, in a healthcare setting, because, you know, you want your doctor to be compassionate. But it's also great for any type of service industry, anywhere where that you have a client. Really, every business should focus on compassion for their clients. Um, Because when you're building a business, you might know your product or service inside and out. But without speaking positively to yourself and others, you'll be hard-pressed to reach your full potential. A successful business person, they're going to exude positivity, and people feel good after listening to them. Somebody's going to be more excited to buy your product or your service if you are positive about it. Nobody wants to buy a service or product from somebody that speaks negative, even if it's not about their product. But if you're unkind or speaking negative about a subject, it you're basically going to drive people away. So I kind of now want to focus on um, that there are actual benefits to using positive, powerful words. And some of those benefits include our improved self-perception, your mood and your well-being is going to be improved. You can also improve your relationships, whether that's with your spouse or your co-workers or a parent-child relationship. And also, when you use those powerful words, you're going to inspire others. And that's really what I want to do for you, is I want to inspire you to just be the best you can be in your business and with life because your business will succeed if you focus on these positive words and you're positive with yourself. So the first thing I want to talk about the, the your self-perception. So when you realize 
that you're great with who you are and that you have a lot to offer with your talents and skills, then all of a sudden you're going to gain such a positive motivation internally. You're going to overcome your fears and your limitations. And like, you remember my stage fright example? I'm just a firm believer in the way I made it through that day and subsequent subsequent ones like that was due to positive self-talk and the specific words that I would use to rewire how I thought about myself or my abilities. And I believe that anyone can do that. And someone who is running their own business really needs to rewire their brain so that they can just be positive about what they're doing and know that it might take a little while to kind of get that footing going. But when you make that habit of speaking to yourself with confidence, it's amazing what your business is going to do and what you can do for your business. So the other benefit uh, that I wanted to talk about is that your mood and your well-being also is going to improve with self-talk. So if you ever um, notice that your mood can change with little things, like if you wake up in the morning and you start your day, you haven't had your coffee yet, and you stub your toe on the kitchen table when you're walking to the coffee machine, you, you might say, a stupid table. And But really, the table had nothing to do with your toe. It didn't jump out in front of you. It's an inanimate object. It's not hurting your toe. You were the one that stubbed it. But you assigned blame to it, and you used a negative word calling it stupid. Now, if you refocused your energy and took that small event and changed it and how you thought about it, then your mood for the rest of the day will change too. Instead of the rest of the day kind of be annoyed with all of the little challenging things if you refocus and instead of you know calling that table stupid and you said oh yes that hurt but I do have a toe to stub and I'm grateful that I felt that and I'm grateful to be alive and today is going to be a great day then instantly your mind changes and All of a sudden, you're viewing your day as a gift, and there's still so much to offer, and you're still looking forward to the day instead of being annoyed with all the little challenges that show up throughout the day. And you might still have a sore toe, but you're walking through another day to create and build great things. It's all on your mindset and how you're looking at it. And it might, this all might be a little hard to swallow and sound a little cheesy, but when you come close to not being able to walk or you come close to having a disability or you finally realize how valuable something is, then you start to understand. Um, For me, in 2016, I woke up one morning and I sneezed. And I tried to hold in that sneeze because no one else was awake yet. Well, when I did that, I ruptured a a disc in my lower back. And it was the most excruciating pain that I had ever been in and I that I felt because I've had three kids. And this was up there with childbirth. It was 
awful. I couldn't sit. I couldn't lay down. The pain was awful. Uh, Luckily, I had a friend that I texted at six o'clock in the morning who was able to get me in to see a spine doctor at 7.30 that morning. And my husband had to get the kids to school and I needed to get to the doctor. I had no idea how I was going to get there because I couldn't sit and I couldn't lay down. And it just, it, it was unbelievably painful. I screamed in the car the whole way to the doctor's office. It was only 10 minutes away. And I probably scared my kids half to death. It's something that they will remember forever, I'm sure. It was kind of crazy, though, that just within the couple of hours of my disc rupturing, I started to lose the feeling in my leg and wasn't able to use my foot or my toes. And I walking was becoming difficult. So it kind of was... A little scary, but I took that time to focus on positive self-talk. I had to, and because I needed to get better and not let this bring me down or be discouraged. I talked to myself and said those powerful, positive words of, I have great doctors. I am going to get through this. I am going to heal. I am going to run again. And I did. And my recovery time went smoothly and quickly. And I had the surgery. I had great doctors. Or I can run now. And, you know, I'm grateful that I have these aches and pains. And I can get through another day of any minor inconvenience. So your physical and your mental well-being will thank you if you talk to yourself positively. Another kind of benefit from positive words are going to be your relationships. I mean, because let's face it, as human beings, we all have relationships, whether that's with family or coworkers or your neighbors or even just the cashiers in the grocery stores that you frequent. I think relationships... There, there's a lot to that topic, but really as a, to be a successful business owner, it's extremely important to surround yourself with success and positive, like-minded people. For now, I want to focus on the words that you use uh, with your business relationships. Any and all business interactions should use positive words. This doesn't mean that all situations are positive because they're not. There will be times when you need to give constructive feedback or address an issue with an employee that's negative in itself. Even if you don't have an employee, there are still going to be times when things are just negative, whether you're dealing with other uh, business partners or you might feel negative if you don't get a sale. But it's really how we address these topics and the issues that I want to focus on. A lot of people, they like to use sarcasm. And in my opinion, this is a huge turnoff in business interactions. It's a huge turnoff in general, really, in life. But in business, I have never been a fan of sarcasm. And this could go back to a childhood full of hurt. Or it's just, I I don't appreciate sarcasm really at all. Uh, when someone uses sarcasm, they're covering up their own feelings of hurt or contempt or maybe even hate. I just think that 
sarcasm comes from insecurity inside somebody, like inside themselves. And it's a way of protecting themselves. And so they, someone that uses sarcasm is hurt themselves. So they're kind of projecting onto somebody else. But using sarcasm, they're just alienating themselves and pushing other people away. So my biggest suggestion would really just stay away from sarcasm altogether. It's just really not worth it. In your business interactions, just focus on how to improve. If there are negative issues to address, um, an example would be if you're trying to figure something out and you're stuck and you're working with someone, whether you say it to yourself or to another person, say it as, let's look at this from a different angle. Or you've made a mistake on a project. Say, what can we learn from this? How can we change it in the future? Or another way is say, we're learning and next time we'll approach this differently. If a project's moving slower than expected, then you could say, we've made great progress. Let's keep moving forward. All it is is focusing on the positive aspect that you've done and redirecting that negative energy so that you keep moving forward in the right direction that you want to go. Use positive words to empower you to think through problems. And all of a sudden you start to find solutions that you hadn't thought about before. It's just part of the creative process. And negativity just can limit that creative process. The last benefit that I really want to address when you're using positive words is the ability to inspire others. So Mother Teresa had a great quote, and she said, Kind words can be short and easy to speak, but their echoes are truly endless. That in itself is a very powerful statement that, you know, your workforce is valuable. It's a valuable asset to your business. It costs time and money to train and get a new employee up to speed, Inspiring them through acknowledging what they do every day and appreciating them, you'll gain their trust and loyalty as your employee. If you are an inspiring force to them, they will want to work harder. You give them powerful, positive words every day when they're working. Nobody wants to work for somebody that's negative or down on them. And Just like in big sales meetings for large companies, they have these meetings to inspire their sales force to go out there and sell a product or a service. Nobody is going to want to sell a product when they're in a negative mindset. So salespeople are huge with having to be inspired on a regular basis, but this goes for every employee that you have, including yourself. But if you're positive you can make an impact on the people around you and you will you can and will inspire your employees to do better and want to help build your company so remember that when you're having a day where you're frustrated and you do have somebody working with you that if they're inspired they're going to help you build your company and that's truly a great asset that you want to value and take care of so when Why don't we look at a couple of words and how powerful that they can be? And there are a few simple words that can and will change your mindset. And two of those words I just used, can and will. 
And by using those powerful words with a goal in mind also, that's what's going to make the magic happen. So your success in business, when you use those words, use them positively and use them with what you want to happen. Remember that action that I talked about when I talked about little kids and whether they walk versus don't run, they're focused on those action words. So when you're creating a statement that you want to speak to yourself, you want to say you can do something along with that action that you're going to do. For example, I can run a half marathon. I can sign two new clients today. I can fold that mountain of laundry in the next hour. Those sentences, each of those sentences are telling your mind that you're going to take action and complete something. You have a specific goal in mind and you're going to make it happen. Whereas if you're using that same word in a question, you're going to cast a doubt subconsciously. For example, can I complete this essay? Can I get the laundry finished? Can I lose weight? Can I figure out my sales for the day? Each one of those questions are count- casting doubt inside your subconscious, and it's almost like you're giving your thoughts excuses not to reach your goal. Another example is the word will. I will complete my business plan today. I will test my website today. I will write that blog post today. I will finish my to-do list. This is a great word and it's encouraging and it's powerful and it's similar to the words is and am. Like I am completing my business plan today. I am writing my blog post today. I am finishing my to-do list. All of these are action statements and your mind is working to help you make each of these happen. So you should think of these words as speaking your reality. And what I mean by this is that you're speaking what you believe and what you want to happen. The actions you take are going to coincide with the words that you speak. Your body is going to follow what your mind tells it. And this is why you see people who are negative all the time just seemingly bring more and more negativity into their lives. I've never met a successful business owner who is negative all the time. Successful business owners speak the words that make the world change around them. They speak powerful words, and generally those are strong, positive, powerful words. Someone running a business doesn't have time for negative words or focusing on doubt. There there just simply isn't time for that. If the words slip from being positive, all of a sudden business slows down, things aren't getting done, contracts are drying up, employees don't know where to they stand and they stop performing at their best. And of course, there are a lot of aspects to this and that's a whole nother topic for another time. But in the meantime, focus on building yourself and your business up. Believe that the positive words that you speak are indeed making a difference in how you perceive your abilities and how your customers view your business. And know that changing how you speak to others and yourself, it's basically a principle that you should apply to be successful in your business. Every day is a success when you work towards your dream. Thank you for listening to The Hourglass Architect. Next time, we'll talk about surrounding yourself with five very inspirational people and your circle of influence around you. For now, have a great day, and we'll see you next week.